Bam. Tracy, we are live right now here on Facebook Live. Welcome back to your transformation station. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Now, like last time we had you on the show, we got into the challenges you face with you working in the trenches. I, I love that uh, that statement there on combating this homeless issue that is occurring that it, that's recidivating. Re, re, right. Yes. Yes. You get, no, you got it. You got it. With that issue. Now you've been doing, um, you're collecting data and mm -hmm. your goal is to establish a new standard and improving and cleaning up this issue because it, it's mm -hmm. an issue and it's, and it's everywhere, but it can all be solved with having a new standard. Tell us about that. Yeah. So we've been doing a research project over the last year. It's, it's called homeless recidivism. And we have basically wrapped up our data collection. We are finalizing our actual final report and we've been crunching some data over the last several days. And it's really been, it's really been interesting to see because we've worked with 30 individuals who are currently experiencing homelessness. And we've worked with them throughout the year. We've followed through a process of doing assessments with them, trying to understand exactly like how long they've been homeless, like what led to your initial homeless event? Like what, mm -hmm. what do you think? Why did that happen? And then what, what challenges do you have right now? What needs do you have right now? And, um, and then trying to connect them with services and programs that we feel that, that would, that could help them with, homeless recovery. So we've been crunching that data and we're getting ready to release our final report on one January. Really excited about it. Um, well, I think we've really got some good information. It's going to be eye opening for people. And it's really, it's, it's, it's interesting because a lot of the, a lot of our, um, our kind of solution based models that we're coming out with, it's really, it's not rocket science. It's just something that when you get data from real people, you know, you, you like you just like we talked about being in the trenches. When you yes. get data from real people that live it every day, you can really get a good understanding of it, and then you can start to build solutions off of that. Now, for me, I'm I'm looking at this from the outside, looking in, and it's coming down to a standard that is not being enforced. So when people don't have a good understanding on what the bigger picture should be, I feel like certain individuals have their own understanding. Oh, well, since it's not ingrained in what my job title states, I will only do this. And he ends up on the streets. So be it mm -hmm. because I did my job and that's all it counts. No, because we're, we're trying to look long term because that's mm -hmm. what they would want if the shoe was on the other foot. God, I can't believe I used that. That's like old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, t tell me about the, this the standard that you want mm -hmm. to establish. Right. So I think there it's a it's a it's a it's a dynamic that we really have to change our perspective with because when we think about, for example. We think about homeless shelters. You know, people don't go to a homeless shelter just for a bed to sleep in. 
They go there to get help. So it really makes no sense for somebody to go to a shelter and the shelter would only provide a bed for the night. A shelter should help the person with understanding what their challenges are, what are their needs, and then to help them to begin to develop goals and work towards those goals and fill those needs. Because at the end of the day, homelessness is not a, a, a result of somebody really not having a place to stay. It's really a result of somebody unable to care and fulfill their own needs to be able to fulfill that housing need in the end, if okay. that makes sense. No, it, it, makes, it makes. I'll give great. you an example. Yeah. This is a good analogy. This is a good analogy I use a lot. So imagine if you went, if you had a need medical wise and you went to the doctor and you checked in and then they put you in a room, but the doctor never came. I've experienced it's like, that. Yes. Yeah, so think about housing from that perspective with homelessness. You give somebody the keys to an apartment and you pay their rent for several months, but they never get their needs addressed. So mm -hmm. at the, it, what ends up happening is they regress or recidivate back into homelessness. I, I love that example. I, I just want to get this out there. I have these like eyes that are like, closing. I mean, infant fucking finals with school podcast. Fuck yes. So I, I, I'm, I'm paying attention. My eyeballs look like they're closing, but I, I'm here completely all the way. <laughs> I was not going to miss this no matter what. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> awesome, man. Yes. So I, I wanted since... We're a little off topic right now. I wanted to uh, just show my support here. You know, I got myself my own shirt. We've been, uh, I've been trying to establish a little T-shirt just to make a contribution. It, mm -hmm. it, it, it was not much. Like, okay, I'll tell you what, marketing is not my strong suit. I'd rather be right. out right. on the streets screaming it from the rooftops. I feel like I would do a better job. Yeah, than, I'm with you. I'm with you. Than doing. Yeah, work. absolutely. Yes. So we'll get. With afterwards, I, w I want to do it properly and send you what I was able to make. Like it's embarrassing because I feel like I didn't like do what I wanted. Like I, I wanted like a, like a thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. It's like no. Well, here here's here's what I tell everybody. Every little bit counts. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got people that you know donate twenty dollars or, or or fifty dollars or whatever. And at the end of the day, when you put all of it together, it adds up. So we're always, we always say, Hey, we're just appreciative that you have a heart to do something or a heart to give that way, or just to contribute or collaborate, man, mm -hmm. because it, it, it all comes down to it. It helps us and it helps people. So that that's what it's all about. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's a fucking learning opportunity for me. Like I can't pass that up. You know, like, <laughs> like, that's, I wish people would look at it that way, but now we're going off topic. Yeah. So with, with uh, this, this data that you collected, mm -hmm. could mm -hmm. you give us uh, just a little taste on what we could expect and what the possibility to addressing changes and what that would look like? Yeah. So um, some of the data that we collected showed a significant um, proportion of the folks that we worked with. Um, they continued, they continued that when we worked with them, they continued to deal, have certain needs. Um, that was the actual need of when they originally experienced their first event of homelessness. So they, they had a need, 
that need drove their first event of homelessness. And then now later, and we can, some, some individuals that years later, they still have that need, like that the need was never, was never filled or never met. Mm-hmm. So in turn, they continue to experience homelessness because the need is not met mental health, physical yeah. substance abuse, whatever it is. It, it's, it's incredible to see how they've gone through this journey of years and the needs were never filled and they continue to experience this. Another thing too, which really surprised me was when we were working with people and we said, Hey, you know, where do you go? Like if, where do you go to get information? Like if you are looking for a housing program, you're looking for whatever it is. We had a large percentage of people said, I go to the library because the library has become the, the, the hub of, you know, major cities, if you will, as far as information, employment services, all these different services they provide. And it was incredible because I only had one person that said, oh, well, when I want information on social services, uh, I go to a, I go to a homeless shelter. And it, it, that blew my mind because I yeah. thought about you would think if somebody wants information on social services, mm-hmm. that 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 homeless shelter would be the place. But in reality, it's not. So when we looked at it from that perspective, we thought, you know what, we've been pushing what's called a triage model. So when you think of a triage model, it's like, again, another analogy with the, with the hospital. You go to the emergency room, yeah. they triage you, right? Yes. They go through everything. They rack and stack. What are your needs? You know, and prioritize them. And then you start from there with the highest priority. So that's what we looked at. You know, we've been pushing this triage model. And I think that if the library, per se, where we are is the hub, then what what if we propose creating a triage center in the library where we bring all these service providers together to so a person can have a one stop shop to go and go through an assessment process and go through a prioritization process and then directly um, connected to those services to fill those needs. You look like you really want to say something. Yeah. So I'm going to stop talking. Yeah. No, like that is awesome because it's all, I mean, it's funded by the state. It's what I'm assuming state mm-hmm. level. You're bringing mm-hmm. everything together. And when everything mm-hmm. is together, I mean, there's a constant communication. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Now people know what to do at that point. They can start to, there will be an average understanding where they can go directly to where they need to go versus mm-hmm. not, not making it being left out in the cold, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. And mm-hmm. we got, we got to backtrack. So with, mm-hmm. with needs not being met with, um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking back on it as mental health. Mm-hmm. Now I'm transitioning the podcast for next season, particularly for forever. Like mm-hmm. I'm, addressing mental health and i'm going to be the example by extracting every single event in my mm-hmm. life and i want to put it live on mm-hmm. camera so I, I want to get all of that out because when i wrote everything down there is a it, it you can see the tipping point when it started out as me being a child taking abuse and now mm-hmm. As I'm getting older, okay, cry out for help. I'm getting uh-huh. mixed up with uh, speeding tickets, DUI, uh-huh. okay? Uh-huh. Now, failing out of 
school, then joining the mm-hmm. army. Then mm-hmm. at that point, I needed to make a decision of what am I going to do? Am I going to let that be the end of me? Fuck no. I, mm-hmm. I'm i grabbing it by the balls and I'm going to fucking mm-hmm. own it because mm-hmm. I have that drive, that tenacity. Mm-hmm. For people that don't have that, that is where it happens is because mm-hmm. of those social upbringing moments. Mm-hmm. Have yes, you experienced this? Yeah, absolutely. And that's another that 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 that's incredible because that's another thing that we're looking at right now is we're talking about different models that we want to use. So we've been looking at some of the models. It's a biopsychosocial models. So if you take those three components and you sit down and you go through an assessment with somebody and you look at those three areas and then you can begin to pick out certain things and then you and then and then it transitions to what's called a strength based approach. Mm-hmm. So we look for strengths within those needs and then we can extract those and then we can motivate people to fill those needs. So that's something else that we were looking at and we're talking about with with this this triage center is injecting that into that as well. Because it's kind of an all-encompassing yeah. um, model, if you will. Does that make sense? Yes. No. And now yeah. I'm I'm curious. Will you be training in everybody to understand how this model is and be up to par that they can go up to anybody and utilize this model appropriately? Yeah. So what we're talking what we're talking about is um, taking some examples and going up to um, to let's say uh, city leadership or, or government and showing them what it looks like and, and, and then seeing if we can get buy-in at that level. Because we know I can't walk into somewhere and go, hey, I've got a great idea mm-hmm. and here's some things that we can implement it. it it's going to be, it's going to have to be yes. more than that. So <laughs> if I can go to those higher levels, present it, mm-hmm. present the data and get that buy-in, then I know that buy-in would be able to push it down to the lower levels and then we can start to implement it. And I would be right this as well. So I, I'm really excited about it. No, excellent. I, I was losing yeah. the, there for a second. Yeah. That is, that's, that's fantastic. And that's how mm-hmm. we get the, the, the political figures, the ones that aren't making that change for mm-hmm. our society out the mm-hmm. fucking door is we need to start mm-hmm. at the lowest level, get the right people in, and then in time, the right people will be at the higher level. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and that's something that we've always realized. And, and um, you know, at a service level, it's where people are. And it's really hard sometimes to get people to understand or, or to step outside of that comfort area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like... You know, for me, and, I, and I'm sure you understand this as well, when something continues to, to not work, it, it, yes. it, the, the worst thing I want to do is be a part of continuing to do the same thing. <laughs> I, I, yes. I, I just I, I just can't do it. You know, it's just not who I am. I know that's not who you are as well, but mm-hmm. I just can't continue to do that same thing. And I have to do I have to look at, you know, there has to be change. There has to be real change. So that's what I'm excited about is because. I know that once we go to those higher levels, and I've already had several meetings over the last several months with um, some uh, some civic leaders, 
um, uh, a senator, a congressman, and we've discussed this topic. and And I really, I was really impressed of how much they understood it, and I was really impressed of how motivated they were to do something about it. So um, we've got some follow-on meetings scheduled up over the next several months, and that's why I'm hoping that that can be our our um, I guess our kind of our big play mm-hmm. as far as getting a, a bigger push for some of these ideas that we have. Beautiful. So once things gets published and it is live, where can people go to see the results for themselves? Yeah, so they can go to inspirerealchange.org. And if you go on our website, we have a, um, a research page. So you can just click on the research page. And what you will see on there, you're going to see a highlight um of the of the of the data so you're just going to see the big hitter highlights and then you're going to see some solution based things at the bottom of it and then we're going to actually um, have a written report as well that's going to go through a bunch of different other aspects of hey what does this mean or how does this work or Mm -hmm. what if we tried this type of thing so if you're really like in the data and, 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 and you're a critical thinker, mm-hmm. you're going to love this man, because this is going to be right up your alley. So it'll be available. Nice. So now where does that leave inspire real change? What is the next uh, objective you're going after? Yeah. So the next um, it's really the natural progression of it is this research project was focused in Columbia, South Carolina. So in 2022, we're going to branch out into the entire state. So we're going to be we're going to be doing a new research project. It's going to be based on that um, on that uh, methodology that we talked about earlier. And um, we're going to be going to different parts of the state. We're going to be going to Myrtle Beach. We're going to be going to Greenville. We're going to be going to all these different places because we want to get gather data from individuals in the entire state, which to us feels like the natural progression. You know, we mm-hmm. started in, in a, in a city in a, in a small area, and now we're going to branch out to the yes. entire state. So this year is also going to be a bigger push for solutions. So we can all sit and we can talk about, this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. Yes. But what we want to bring to the table is we want to bring solutions. So we're going to be doing a heck of a lot of advocacy, especially kind of what we just talked about with leadership side of the house Mm -hmm. and showing them this is the data that we have. But more importantly, here's some solutions that we believe can begin to shift and change this thing for the better, because we truly believe and we are we're fighting to reduce an end homelessness in our state. We understand that COVID is a is a is a major player. We know yes. there's a lot going on, but you know what? As far as we're concerned, we're fighting through it, and we're going to do whatever we need to do to uh, to help our our individuals in our state and in in, in our community. So we're not going to stop. No, fuck yeah, I love that. It's now for people that are trying to make and inspire a real change. Is this is how they have to do to get? a bigger picture and mm-hmm. to establish something is to mm-hmm. start at the base and then go out in different parts to 
get a, a I'm, I feel like I'm butchering this right now, to get a baseline okay. of information so mm-hmm. when everybody can see, hey, it's not just this one part of the state. It's mm-hmm. everywhere, but it start the city is ground zero. Now this mm-hmm. is where everything is, the trajectory that where everybody's mm-hmm. heading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the, the kind of the core principle was we're going to collect data from people who are experiencing it right now okay. because you cannot get, we, we want to go to the lowest denominator because you can't, you can't dispute that. Yes. If somebody's on the streets and they're homeless and they've been homeless for four or five years and we work with them and we collect data on them, you can't, you can't dispute that. Mm-hmm. So nobody can sit at a, at a different level and go, well, I don't think those numbers are, are, are accurate or yes. I don't think, no, no, they're not. I can tell you that's why that's why with our organizations, real people, real data, and real change because that's what it is. It comes directly from the source, and we take that and we use it, and then that's why we're expanding out. Because again, we want to show when we bring these solution-based models to the table, we want to go. This is what we think we can do because the data shows A, B, C, and D. Yes. And that's why we're doing, we're not just making it up and going, oh, let's just, just throw this on the table and see if it runs around a little bit. <laughs> you know, we're like, hey, there no, there's actually there's actually data behind this to support what we're trying to to do because that yes. you know that, that that's where it all comes from. So, yeah, that that's the core of it. And and I would tell anybody that if you wanted to if you want to do something or you want to, if you see something in your community or whatnot that, that, you know, is, is unfavorable, whatever, um, find a need, man, just find, find a need in your community and just start, start at that need because that's, that's where it really, that that's where it really begins with somebody having a, with some, somebody seeing something and going, this is not working. And I, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how challenging it is, I am going to step up to the plate and I'm going to do something to make a change. That's what it's all about. No, I fucking love that. And that's why I'm transitioning this podcast to get everybody on the fucking train to embrace our vulnerabilities as our authentic selves. In order for us to do that, we need to fucking purge everything that's been brought upon us and reconcile that and understand that you are not the only one and you are not alone. Once we can get that out in the air, I feel like that will have an enormous ripple everywhere. The majority of individuals today are millennials, so they're operating as management in the positions of organizations. If mm-hmm. we can get those people to be okay with what happened, that requires mm-hmm. a lot of work. It requires somebody to be up front and center that said, I had this this and this mm-hmm. happened to me, mm-hmm. you are not the only one, then there is a path for everybody to follow. And when that happens, mm-hmm. now people become empathetic and understanding. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then at that point, there is a psychological safe workplace because people fucking matter. Mm-hmm. And one other thing too, that kind of, that, that, to, to kind of piggyback off of that, um, I was just looking at our research. We had 76% of the people that we worked with identified as having some form of, of, of trauma. I fucking knew uh, it. Yes. So, not, so, yeah. yeah but, so, and, you know, and, and big picture, we believe homelessness is a trauma itself. 
Um, yes. You know, not having a place to live or sleeping outside. I mean, it's a trauma. Mm-hmm. Actually, being in a shelter can be a trauma. So, you know, that was something else that that, that we're working on, too, is we thought, well, if, the, if we've got a high percentage of trauma related clients, then that then that will require trauma related care, which that could be something else that can be integrated into the triage model or triage center, because if, if, if you've got some of the experienced trauma, then then we need to do trauma informed care to help this person to feel that need. Yeah. Just makes sense. Yeah. I, I like that. That, yeah. that, that, that's a, oof, God, that could be, that could take all day to go into that shit, but I, I love that. Now, Tracy, is there anything that you would like to get out to our audience that I haven't given you the opportunity to say so? Yeah, I would just say that, um, you know, like I said, it, wherever community that you're in, um, just just find a need and go fill it. I mean, it really, I mean, so many great things come from just, I mean, it starts with just one person. You know, we think, oh, well, it's just me or, you know, I've got a couple of people and we're thinking about doing this or thinking about doing that, but I don't know, nah, man. If you really feel in your heart that you, and you're passionate about something, I, I encourage you to go do it because you never know what type of impact you're going to have, not just on who you're trying to serve or what you're trying to do, but other people's that other people that see you because people will see you and they'll see your passion and they'll be like, man, I want to rally around that person. And before you know it, you've got a whole, you got a whole crew of people that are just like, man, I'm fired up, man. Let's, you know, they're, they're getting you out of bed every morning. You know what I mean? So that's, that's the beauty of it. But you know, I always say, you know, great never came from easy. So just because something gets difficult, don't stop doing it. Keep, keep, keep your focus on it and keep doing it. And even though you don't get the accolades from people, it doesn't matter because you just keep doing what you want to do. And if that's your passion, you'll see it come to fruition. Beautiful. That's beautiful. How can our listeners get in touch with you if they want to know more or help out? Yeah, just go to um, inspirerealchange.org. You can contact us uh, that way. You can send us a message on social media. We'll respond to you as well. But um, we're we're hard at work. We're excited for the future. And uh, we're thankful for every opportunity uh, <clears throat> that you've given to us, man, with, with, with your podcast, man. It's been absolutely awesome. Beautiful. Thank you. I mean, I, I want to help as much as I can because I, I – connect and for those that are listening there's still time get yourself a fucking t-shirt you're gonna make a difference in somebody else's life yeah (laughs) all right that's it for today tracy i'm gonna transition you off here let's see how Mm -hmm. i can do that i don't think i can but i'm gonna try if i lose you you better call me right back all right yep definitely lost him ladies and gentlemen Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll be sure to post this on the podcast if you want to listen to this on the go. But other than that, I will see you guys next week. And we're done. Okay, and broadcast.